Hey guys, this is Leah Wilson with House in Order Podcast, where we talk about parenting to the heart of your child and happy marriage, inspired by the teachings of Pastor Forrest and Mary Jane Ritchie. I'm an attorney, business owner, child welfare advocate, and understudy of my grandparents, Pastor Forrest and Mary Jane. No matter where you are in life, hoping to have kids or mama of four, looking forward to marriage or married for 40 years, we all have the same goal to thrive in our first ministry to our spouse and children. Welcome to the first episode of House in Order. Since it's my first show, I wanted to share with you all why I'm doing this podcast. Um, I'm the mother of two boys, Isaiah and Samuel, and I mentioned that all these episodes will be inspired by the teachings of my grandmother, Mary Jane Ritchie. Um, just to give you a little background on the type of person my grandmother was, she was a woman whom I looked at as royalty because she carried herself with such poise and grace, and she was had notable dignity and held herself to the standards of a queen, and she spoke eloquently with conviction and authority. Um, and she was someone who I admired because she had steadfast devotion to her husband, and her thirst for knowledge and her love of writing was super apparent. And I always loved that about her. And so these teachings that she passed on to me several years back were birthed out of a life of prayer and focus and integrity. And so several years ago when she passed them on to me, she kept asking, when are you going to start using my teachings or have you started using them? And I would just keep telling her, well, I'm studying them, grandmother. You know, I'm kind of young. I don't know if I should start, um, teaching others at such a young age. And she would remind me that she was also in her thirties when she started sharing with other moms and teaching them on parenting and marriage. So all that to say in February, grandmother, um, a great teacher and matriarch of the church passed away. And it was what seemed like the end of an era because we had already said goodbye to my granddad and her husband back in 2017. Um, and everyone who got to know granddad and grandmother or who are a part of their ministry were impacted by their pure and genuine love for individuals and for seeing those individuals thrive at home. And they knew that if we thrive at home, that we were way more apt to live as whole people and to be infect- effective in all areas of our life. So at the graveside service, my dad prayed over the family that we would carry on the mantle that grandmother and granddad had um, put on our family for love for others and for the calling to share about their teachings. And so we were pulling away from the graveside service and my husband nudged me to start this podcast to carry on our heritage and to be a good steward of my love for teaching others about family too. And Grandmother had already passed on those teachings, and so here I am, running with an idea that was inspired out of um, a super sweet time with family and the end of what felt like um, was a super precious era. So first of all, um, let's dive right in today to a topic that was precious to her and that is very apparent to me as I've grown throughout the last several years and also watched my family um, as I grew up. 
that I, my heart is that we all as mothers know that there's only one role in life that is 100% unique and it's an irreplaceable job that we have and that is to parent our children. And you can feel confident that the single most important use of your time and energy is training your children. So it doesn't matter what other demands you have today that are um, from work or home or church or in your extended family or community, that regardless of those demands and how intense or urgent or time sensitive they may seem, that every minute that we focus on our children is of utmost eternal value. And it's crazy because most of those minutes seem trivial and like that they could be replaced by someone else. I mean, little things such as helping them learn to pick up their toys properly or being infatuated with something that they've just drawn or a paper airplane they've just created. Like even our interest in them is a step at building their self-confidence and at building their curiosity through life. And so those moments are never for naught and they always have a return because they're watching our responses and they're watching how we interact with them and how um, we value our time with them. Our children feel that from such a young age. I mean, from the time that they start to connect with us. I mean, if you look at a couple week old baby, when they first start making eye contact with you and you'll just notice as you observe that that little person already is valuing connection with their parent. And there's a big difference between just raising our children and then training our children because training is more engaged with time instructing and time guiding and time affirming and time redirecting. And yes, I'm saying the word time over and over and over again because training our children truly takes intentionality and focus and there's no way around the time element of that. And we realize that it's our most precious resource in life, but there's no better way to spend it. And so when it comes to training our children up to fulfill their God-given calling, we can't resent that it really does take intentional time. And the focus with training is not on discipline or behavior, but it's about building character through habits and creating an atmosphere of love so that they grow in that atmosphere and they learn that honor and respect from the atmosphere. So my prayer is that you understand in the innermost parts of your being that your children are worth your effort and your energy and your prayer. All three of those things are what make us strong and courageous and resilient mothers. And at the end of the day, those are our biggest resources that our sweet babies need. So the biggest way we just talked about creating that atmosphere of love as one of our primary training tools and focuses, and one of the biggest ways that we create that atmosphere, so we're going to pivot here for a minute, is to put our companions first. So as the heart of the home, we must put as much energy into our lifelong bond with our spouse as we do our children so that we can establish what we understand to be a family. And when you say energy, you might 
quickly dismiss that thought because we all know how much energy it takes to have school-age children and toddlers and children in all phases of life, especially until they get to that 12 or 15-year-old mark. Um, And even then, if you have a child that's highly involved in sports, it still takes, or an emotional teenager, it takes a lot of energy. But it doesn't have to be necessarily the energy output as much as it does the intentionality or nourishing that relationship specifically. So remember that we primarily and predominantly teach our children about healthy relationships through our marriage because that is the one relationship that they get to witness authentically and raw on a day in and a day out basis. So that's what makes it so important to training our children. It's not just for the health of our marriage, although that's the that's getting to the root of it, but it's also showing our children what it's like to be in a healthy relationship. So it truly is of utmost importance to put our spouses first. And there'll come a day, whether we like to think about it or not, when we'll be proud of our babies and they're all grown up and they don't need us anymore and it's just the two of us again. So we have to schedule the time alone and we have to plan dates and we can't feel guilty for spending that time together because our kids need to see us have other roles in life. It's actually healthy for them to see that, yes, I'm mom and they know me as mom, but that I'm also a friend and a daughter and a wife and um, a business owner and an advocate. And I remember uh, many years of feeling super guilty because I was working a lot of hours taking our Friday night date night because I felt like I would get to the end of our week and my kids had been with their nanny all week long and then we take off for mommy and daddy time without the kids and they're with the babysitter. But in all reality, there are ways to make that time fun for our kids too. And whether it's just allowing them to have a movie night while we go out so they look forward to it, then it could be that. And it's also realizing and putting into perspective that A lot of that is the desires of our own hearts that we're projecting onto them. Because when your children are in the younger years up to the age of probably two or three, that they don't have a huge concept of time and that that extra two hours of you going to dinner with your spouse isn't going to be on their radar. And then once they get older than that, they're more reasonable and you can plan things and they can have um, a routine that is stable for them. So if they know mommy and daddy do dinner on Friday nights together, but Saturday night is the whole family and it's super special, then it gives them something to look forward to. And it doesn't even hold a candle to the importance of us having that strong marriage relationship that they can see and that will benefit them far more than that two hours would have benefited them in during the week. What's powerful, um, about our commitment to our spouse is that it will be one of the greatest spiritual examples of God's deep love for us. A loving, unified marriage is one of the most important tools that God hands us to bring our children into commitment with God. And so when they see that assurance that mom and dad love each other no matter what, 
and that problems arise and they're worked through and that it's unfailing, that is a commitment that they see that they can model after and that they can bring that type of commitment into their relationship with God. And children need assurance that mom and dad do love each other and that we will work through things and that it's healthy to have conflict and to address it and for it to be resolved in a good manner. And you know what I've learned a lot of as a young mom is that our, it's okay if our children see a certain level of conflict being disagreement, not um, yelling or disrespect by any stretch, but that they see it resolved and that they see us have a desire to do better at that. And it's okay to admit that to our children that um, we're constantly growing and that yes, we get upset and, oh, I, I shouldn't have responded that way. And so we ask for forgiveness and we ask forgiveness from the person that it was toward and from the people who witnessed it so that they can see us honor each other. Um, another really cool tool for teaching our kids how to have healthy relationships as we have a unified marriage is to be intentional about creating an atmosphere of love and admiration for dad. So finding ways that are particularly meaningful to him as an individual to love on him and whether that's getting excited and making a big deal out of making his favorite meal on a day that he's going to have to work late or whether it's planning something on a Saturday that would be a surprise to dad that he loves to do or getting him a special gift or whatever that is, whatever speaks to our dad, just being able to help our kids like heighten their awareness to what people around them like and how people around us respond to things and to be aware of their feelings. And it's just amazing training ground for their awareness of how to um, observe other people's likes and how to honor them and show them love. Another thing that stuck with me um, a while back was because I know that with my personality, I can tend to be unduly hard on my spouse, even though he doesn't need that whatsoever because he's, you know, he keeps himself in line and hard enough on himself as it is. So it doesn't really add to anything that I could be hard on him. But I heard this line and it really does keep us in check to bring honor to our spouse is talk about your husband as if he is your superhero. So what better way to show our kids honor and respect for their father and as a unified relationship than for that to be our litmus test. That keep yourself in check. How are we talking about our husbands? What picture are we painting about them? How are we edifying them and appreciating them? And so as our kids see us do that, then they will know um, what we think about them and how to express what we think about our spouse. So I want to leave you with this one thought about working on our marriages to the benefit of our children. And that is that a strong lasting marriage is a rock upon which our children's homes will be built because our children will have a foundational example to copy and our grandchildren will have a heritage of which to be proud. So I hope you guys make it a great week and I will see you next time. Thank you for joining me for House in Order. If you enjoyed the show, please leave a five-star rating and press share to Facebook and Twitter. 
Tag someone you know who wants to grow as a mama or wife. Have a great day. I'll see you next time. Mm